Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today we are going to celebrate Mother's Day. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today we're going to celebrate, at some level, Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day is a unique holiday where we get to celebrate uh, the person who created us. And I know that I had had some challenging years with my own mother. And if any of you out there are listening and you could say, yeah, I can relate to that, just know that you are not alone. A lot of people, um, we put our parents up on this pedestal and as young children, we think they can do no wrong in a lot of ways and that they love us unconditionally. And then as we get a little bit older, we start realizing that our parents too have flaws and that they're not perfect. And then we start thinking about how we want to be loved versus how they are showing us love. And then we start getting some resentment potentially. And then there are people out there who have just had amazing relationships with their parents and they have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But I think for the majority of people at some level, um, although we respect our parents, our parents fall short of our expectations. Why? Simply because they're human. And our parents, whether it be mom or dad, but we're focusing on moms right now. Our moms are superheroes in some way. But yet, they're human. So they have their faults. See, my mother and I had a falling out when I was about 25 years old. For those who don't know, uh, if this is a first time listening to podcast, uh, or if you haven't bought my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, that you could get at be the dad you wish you had dot com. Uh, I start off the book by talking about how I was abandoned by my father at age five, and obviously that leaves my single mom to help raise me and all my older siblings. In those years, she did the absolute best she could with the knowledge she had and the resources she had. She worked her her tail off to provide for us. Uh, and I can tell you without a doubt, uh, with the older siblings and some of the challenges they were facing and some of the trouble they got into, there were some challenging times for our family. But I look back and I wouldn't change anything because it's what's shaped me into the person I am today. I also know that my mother loves me a great deal. 
I also know that she is a very wise woman and spoke very true, listen to me, listen, very true words to me at a young age in a lot of ways. She taught me the essentials and basics of life fundamentally that I need to be a productive member of this society. My mom would say that she taught us to be independent and that she did. She would say that with pride. Um, and I don't know that I see it as one of my number one strengths or not. I actually see it as a strength and a weakness at the same because for a long time wasn't able to, I was not able to ask for help because I thought I should be able to do this on my own because some of those things were ingrained in me at a young age. So sometimes our greatest strengths are also our greatest weaknesses. You know, as I think about this Mother's Day and my parenting journey and my parenting journey here on this podcast of I don't know jack about parenting. And if you guys are listening long enough, maybe you think I do know something, but the whole purpose for that title is because I know that I have to continually grow as a person to be an excellent father. And every time I think that I figured something out in this parenting journey, I get thrown another curveball because my little ones grow up and they give me something new to have to respond to. Something that I need to learn about myself in order to grow into the man that they need me to be. So that's why I always say I don't know jack about parenting because I'm open to learning and growing into the role of hopefully a pretty good father. And I think that's what my mother did. I am the baby of 10. And I always say she had nine to practice on before she got to me. And that's why I believe she did such an excellent job with me. That's just my own personal opinion. I like me. I think if you can say as an adult... I like me, I love me, I'm happy that your parents did an excellent job. There's a quote out there by an artist, and you guys can look it up. I, I always forget the artist's name. There's a famous artist that at a young age, he had the assignment at age five or six to go home and come back the next day with what he wanted to be when he grew up. And his response was, to the homework assignment, I wanna be happy when I grow up. To that, the teacher responded to him, I think you misunderstood the assignment. And the young man at the ripe age of five or six looked back at her and he says, I don't think you understand life. So if you grow up to be happy, productive member of society, who can say I like myself and who I am, just know that mom or dad or the combination of the two did an excellent job. Now I'm going to share this. It's a parent's role to raise us. It's a parent's role to empower us. And if for whatever reason your parents, as you're listening to this, didn't fill that role for you, stop blaming them. 
Stop playing victim to their lack of knowledge. Stop playing victim to them being a victim. See, they played the role of victim and they put that onto you. They did the best they could with the knowledge they had. It's your job as an adult with high level of consciousness to say, I can do better. See, there's so many broken parent to son or daughter relationships out there. And I find that it's the kids as grown adults who still blame their parents for their challenges in life. When it has absolutely nothing to do with them because as soon as you turned a... Age 18, you became an adult and you had free will to make choices that could better yourself. And if you chose not to make those choices, if you chose not to utilize resources around you, if you chose not to figure out this thing we call life so that you can better it for yourself, stop pointing the finger at your mother. Stop pointing the finger at your father. As a matter of fact, in order to so show true love towards yourself, I think you should love yourself first and then show forgiveness towards your parents. See, somebody shared this with me and this was a shift for me, so I want to share it with my audience today. I was having some challenges with my mom from age 25 to 35 as she didn't answer some questions that I thought I had every right to know. And to be frank, still think I have every right to know. For whatever reason, she was unwilling to share or answer some of those questions for me. And then somebody said this to me as I was doing some personal development, seeking how to be a better individual so that I could be a better father, a better husband, a better person to the people around me. And I, I was at a personal development camp and they had just said to us, your parents did the best they could. Just know that any mistakes they made, that your grandparents probably made those same mistakes and your great-grandparents and your great-great-grandparents and your great-great-great-grandparents. Going back generations and generations, we're all flawed and we all make mistakes. And we could choose to play victim or we could continue to repeat the pattern. Or we could make a conscious choice here and today to choose a different path, to break the cycle and do better for yourself and generations moving forward. But it's your choice. Mom, if you're listening to this, just know I know you did the absolute best you can. And like I said earlier in this, I'm happy. I'm productive. And you instilled so many amazing lessons in me that I am so grateful for. But I took that knowledge and I said, I wanted more. She did good, I wanted you great. And I poured myself into books and self-development and looking myself in the mirror and saying, where can you improve? Where is it that you can get better in your life, Ryan? Where is it that you can do more? Not for me, and I'll be honest, 
I was very selfish for a long period of time until I became a father before my, at the time, unborn child. And now for my children who are growing up to be fine young men. See, there comes a point as an adult that you need to stop pointing fingers because every time you point one finger, there's three pointing back at you. You have an opportunity to make better choices each and every day. These are things I say to my children when they say, my friend did this, that, and the other. And I say, that's their choice. Was that a good choice or a bad choice? And when they tell me the answer, I say, that's right. That is a bad choice. So you know the difference between right and wrong and good and bad. Therefore, I expect you to make better choices than your friends. And then when they tell me life isn't fair or something is not fair and I get to just share with them, you're right and life isn't fair, so get used to it. But don't use it as an excuse to not excel. Don't use it as an excuse not to do some. Don't use it as an excuse not to be the best version of yourself. See, so today... As we celebrate mothers, some of you out there don't want to celebrate your mother because you don't have a great relationship or you're playing victim and putting blame somewhere else other than in your own circumstance. See, maybe mom didn't teach you how to do the right thing because she made a lot of poor choices, but you could have chosen. Listen to me. Pipe up. Listen in. You could have chosen to look at her poor choices and say, I want to make better. But yet, you still blame her for your challenges. Mothers out there, thank you for sacrificing at the beginning of our lives your body to build ours. I always say when my wife was pregnant, I'm so grateful for every ache, every pain, every complaint, every sickness, because she's building my babies inside of her. And that is a huge sacrifice. And then once we get here, you love us unconditionally until either you or we pass. And every day you worry about where we are and what we're doing. And every day you pray that you did the best job that you could. As a dad, I know some of those things I sacrificed myself, but nowhere near the extent that a mother does. Because it's in your DNA to want to protect. And as a father, it's in my DNA to want to let them fly. And by letting them fly, I have to trust. And by letting them fly, I have to release them. So my entire existence, unlike that of a mother's, is to prepare them to go. Whereas a mother's is protect them from any harm this world is ever going to throw at them. So mom, I know we don't talk on a daily. Mom, I know there's time and space between each one of our conversations, but when we have them, they're long and thoughtful. So what I think I wanna do as I just 
want to share with the audience what it looks like for someone who appreciates his mom. Now, I wasn't planning on doing this, but it's not too far from me on my desktop here as I record this. Every year around this time, it's Mother's Day, but it's also my mother's birthday. And I think it's important for us to share how our parents have impacted us. So I'm going to share with you my Mother's Day letter to my mom. It says, Mom, another year has come and gone. As I grow older and wiser, even though you always said that I was an old soul, I find myself continually reflecting on my past so that I can, so that I can be better moving forward. I can't express enough gratitude for the life lessons that you have taught me. Do unto others as you want done unto you. Respect others and respect yourself. Be a person of integrity. Treat all people the same. And she would always say, you never know who you may be talking to. That has been so valuable in my life. You taught me about consequences for my actions. You showed me through your actions, work ethic. You showed me how to love people. You showed me dedication and persistence. You taught me ownership of my actions. You didn't tolerate excuses. Honesty, integrity, hardworking, selfless are words I would use to describe you. Now that I'm a parent and doing my best to empower these boys, those are words that I hope one day they will use to describe me. We live in a world where people have little to no integrity. They are oblivious to the consequences of their actions. They bend the truth and lie so much that they don't understand what the truth is. Work ethic is near non-existent. The thought of thinking of others to the general populace is less than desired, Mom. I'm having to explain to Christian on a daily basis that the world is full of people who make poor choices. That there are parents out there that aren't taking the time to teach their children right from wrong. But I have taken the time to do this with my boys and they are held to a much higher standard. He is frustrated with the way the world works, works already and he's only seven. He comes home often saying he doesn't understand why someone would lie to him. He doesn't understand why someone would steal from him. Why someone would want to hurt him, whether that be emotionally or physically. I have to explain to him that it isn't easy to do the right thing when many other people are making poor choices around him. But that he knows right from wrong and he knows that there are consequences for his actions. Mom, this parenting thing isn't easy, and it's a thankless job. That's why I take the time to write these letters to you. 
to let you know that despite the challenges and the mistakes that were made, I appreciate all that you taught me and continue to teach me through my own children. I hear your wisdom come out of my mouth constantly and I am so happy that I have that wisdom to pass on to my boys. I didn't know what you were doing in those early years of laying that foundation, but I see me doing some of those same things. And that makes me confident that when they are older, I will have done my job. See, Mom, it's in my book. The ultimate goal I have in life is to have the respect of my adult children. In order to do that, they must know that they are loved. I tell them with my words and show them with my actions daily. In order to achieve that, they must trust that what I say is true. And I share with them the truth, regardless of how painful it may be at times. I must confidently challenge their critical thinking skills and ask more questions than just give them answers. I have them suffer consequences for poor choices, and I also praise them for their good choices. See, Mom, Christian is in testing mode as I describe it. He's testing all of my words these days. He brought some cards to school that he wasn't supposed to bring. And I recently told him not to bring them. But I also told him that if he does something wrong, I'd rather him tell me about it, tell me the truth. Because if I catch him lying, the consequences will be much greater. And not only that, I won't be able to trust him anymore. Just yesterday, he came home and he said, Dad, I did something that I wasn't supposed to. And I said, Christian, what was that? He said, I brought my Pokemon cards to school. And I said, well, why did you do that? He says, I wanted Mikey to experience bartering. My response was, thank you for telling me the truth. Moving forward, I expect you to follow the rules and no more Pokemon cards at school. He said, yes, Dad. See, he's testing if what I said is true. Will dad get mad if I tell the truth? Will I suffer for telling the truth? What can I get away with? See, I know he's going to bring cards to school again today. And I'm going to check his backpack as soon as he gets home today. And today, if there's cards in his backpack, I'm going to have to do one of the things that I don't like doing going to have to give him a consequence for that action. See, Mom, it's all part of the process. I share this because I love you for who you are, who you made me to be, and who I am able to be for my children. Thank you for being the strongest woman I've ever known. Happy Mother's Day. Happy birthday. I love you, your son, Ryan. I missed one of these cards not too long ago, or one of these letters when 
my second child was born. My mom reached out a little after Christmas. It was after Christmas time. He was just a few months old and life was just hectic with the holidays and parties. And, and I just didn't get around to sharing my thoughts with anyone, much less my own mother. And she reached out and she said, I missed your card this year. I know you're busy, but they mean the world to me. I love your cards. You write some of the most beautiful things. When she said that, I immediately sat down and wrote out a letter to her and got it out to her immediately. Because the impact this woman is having on my life, and more importantly, in my child's life, my children, it's a ripple effect. And that ripple effect will go out not only to my kids, but to their friends as I watch them impact their friends in a positive way. It'll go out to their friends' friends. It'll go out to their friends' parents because they're showing up in a certain way in life. And it's the way I like to show up in life. But it's because I had a great teacher in my mom who showed up to the best of her ability in life. So mom, I love you. I don't know jack about parenting, but I know that you did something right. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.